If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. We'd like to take a moment to tell you about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Now, let's get to the show. My name is Grace Mulvey. I'm a comedian, human woman and lifelong fad dieter. From the moment I walked out of my mother's womb, I've been on a diet. That's 31 years of no carbs, no sugar and no crack. It's time to say enough already. Now I'm not saying I'm a nirvana of self-love and acceptance by the way, but I am saying that I'm no longer willing to spend all of my time, money and energy on fat diets. And I'm Connor Dowling, writer, filmmaker and world-class warrior. Years of fitness models, crotch fiends and get thin quick schemes have melted my brain and left me overweight and unimpressed. I've wasted years of my life obsessed with what I eat and how I look. So now I finally know what's making me feel like crap all these years. Fad diets. We are not health experts. I repeat, we are not health experts. We are just here to talk about and laugh at our experiences of bullshit diets. Disclaimer, please, whatever you do, don't hurt yourself with any of these crazy weight loss topics we discuss in the show. This podcast won't make you thin, but it might make you laugh. Welcome to Fat Camp. How was your week? How was my week, Connor? Thank you for asking. Uh, good, busy, you know, and do you know what's weird? I'm noticing <laughs> just before we, last night, when you know, we're doing research, do a very last minute for um, this show. Uh, last night I was on Instagram and like straight away there was a post, I think it was like Rebel Wilson. Mm, yeah. And she's kind of undergoing a real like transformation I've, this I've year, the last yeah. year or so of losing weight. And apparently she's doing it, by the way, to get more serious roles. Oh. So she said like the reason she's losing weight is because no one will offer her a non-comedy role as a fat woman. Yeah, I know, sucks. insane. But she had like this big thing of like, oh, I tried just nearly eight kilos to go and I didn't eat any sweets last night. And I was sitting there just feeling like, do you know when someone else is like, for some reason, them not eating sweets make me makes me be like, <laughs> Well, I ate a sweet. Yeah. So I'm a piece of shit. (laughs) And then the next post underneath her, when I scrolled up, was like this body positive, like influencer who was like, don't care what anyone thinks about your body. And I was like, do you know what? The fucking mixed messages are actually a killer. And then I was just sitting there. I was like. Then the next post will be a picture of like a burger from a local fucking restaurant or cafe. Like, you know. Absolutely. Designed to make you salivate. Like, it's just. Yeah, it'll be like. Our, our new latest heart attack burger. And oh, yeah. you're like, wow, that does look amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, but apart from that, I've been grand. Do you know what I mean? My week's been busy just like working away, dealing with this all COVID stuff. What about you? Pretty, yeah, no, just had, had a lot going on with work. But I found when I was doing a lot of the research for this episode, I was thinking like, you know, if there's anything to that, like Google algorithm stuff, I'd say probably it's going to happen to you as well. In the next few weeks, we're going to be blasted with just like, 
weight loss secrets, tips, tricks, and yes. bullshit. Um, yes. <laughs> on an on an epic level, because I, I I must have had about fifty tabs open earlier, and all of them. One of them said, "I gave my food a rollicking and lost ten stone," <laughs> and I was like, "What the hell does that even mean?" A rollicking. I don't know, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I gave my food a rollicking. But did you actually read up what it meant? She had done hypnotism to lose weight. Oh, right. Yeah. But a rollicking. I, that was Who just, is this woman? She- it was a weirdly taken out of context uh, soundbite <laughs> from her. But that was the headline <laughs> of the article. <laughs> a rollicking to me sounds like you're kind of frolicking. So it's like, I just, I frolic with my food before I eat it. And I tell you, it makes it more digestible. Well, actually, funny enough, I... Like funny enough that you talk about algorithms because I noticed as well it is starting. The targeted ads are starting. I also think that probably right now because I've done for another episode we're going to be doing on, on Weight Watchers and stuff. I'd say Weight Watchers have a hit out on me because right. I think that like I had about forty tabs open all about like Weight Watchers doing deep dives into when how yes. they were founded and stuff like that. And I was like, this they have a lot of money. Like I'm scared. Oh, Oprah is like part of them. I definitely am like. I feel like I'm going to be followed or something. Weight Watchers money. You're probably on a list. And you know what the worst part is? You probably helped fund that Weight Watchers assassin fund. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. They should be working for me. Do you know what I mean? I know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. We were saying this week, because you mentioned hypnotism, that this is going to be our focus for this week's episode is hypnotism for weight loss. Okay, now you pitched this idea, Connor. You brought it up. Yeah, um, it was something that I think we've both had a little bit of experience with. Um, today we're talking about hypnosis or hypnotherapy for weight loss, right? So hypnotherapy is use of hypnosis in psychotherapy. It's used by licensed physicians, psychologists and others. Uh, physicians and psychologists may use hypnosis to treat depression, anxiety, smoking cessation, eating disorders, sleeping disorders, compulsive gambling and post-traumatic stress. Um, while certified hypnotherapists are not physicians or psychologists, they often treat smoking and weight management. The effectiveness of hypnotherapy has not yet been accurately assessed and due to the lack of evidence uh, indicating any level of efficiency, it is regarded as a type of alternative medicine by numerous reputable medical organisations such as the NHS. Harvard psychologist Deirdre Barrett wrote, a hypnotic trance is not therapeutic in and of itself. But specific suggestions and images fed to clients in a trance can profoundly alter their behaviour. As they rehearse the new ways they want to think and feel, they lay the groundwork for changes in their future actions. So this all in theory holds great potential for helping people improve their eating habits, exercise and more. And have a more positive self-image, which could theoretically lead to weight loss. If you've ever been to a live hypnotism show, you'll see that some people are more suggestive than others definitely not Connor, as we'll discuss. And this play, this plays a massive part in how receptive you will be to treatment. The only way to find out how suggestive you are, though, is by booking an appointment with a licensed NLP practitioner and letting them tinker around your subconscious for an hour. An hour being a long time, actually, to do that. But anyway, hypnotists will always say they cannot make you do anything you don't want to do. And that hypnotherapy is in a different category to the likes of comedic stage hypnosis which makes people like act like a baby in front of a crowd. Hypnosis works only when there is full consent and all fear has been removed and the trance state bypasses the critical factor 
in our conscious mind, allowing positive suggestions to become a new reality. Cool. So there was a, a little story that came up as I was researching this and it's about a Dublin Lewis driver who dropped six stone through hypnosis. He said, I was skeptical at first, but I feel as though I've had a gastric band. He said his first session was focused on food, his second on exercise, and in the third session, he fitted his subconscious with a gastric band. He said during that third session, he actually felt as though he was in a hospital being wheeled into theatre for surgery. And he went to a a Dublin-based hypnotherapist. The hypnotist told him that if he ever ate too much, he'd feel pain. And to this day, if he overindulges on a portion of curry, he feels pain. Don't we all, mate? Don't we all? <laughs> and I'm starting to think he might have actually put him in a trance and then actually wheeled him into a hospital for the surgery, you know? <laughs> he just was like, he was under so well. And like, I love that he comes out of it. How long have I been out? Oh, 14 hours. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, you'll probably get a bill. You'll in be a getting a bill weeks. from the hospital. I wouldn't think twice. The, the whole hip, hypnotic gastric band thing is a really interesting thing because for anyone who doesn't know, I just have a definition of a gastric, gastric band surgery. So gastric banding is a surgical treatment for obesity. These kinds of intervention are known as bariatric surgery. The procedure constricts the stomach so that a person feels full after eating less food than usual. And you'll often hear people getting these surgeries when it's like really kind of like last resort, when they're like, you know, in in serious like medical trouble and, yeah. you know, it's it's a surgery. To, it's, it's really life altering and there's kind of no going back and there's varied levels of success. You know, you do hear horror stories of people getting it. And then kind of gaining the weight back, but they still have this weird kind of full feeling in their stomach. It's, it's to me personally, it's scary. It, it really is. And I actually, oh, yeah. I actually put a picture up for us in the drive there that says, don't open this yet. So if you just, uh, I know this is oh, a gosh. visual, uh, this is yeah, an Connor, audio I medium. I saw that and I was like, is he going to just show me porn? <laughs> <laughs> I was very worried. I was like, what kind of, I mean, not all men, but some men, you know, <laughs> let me just open it. Okay, what am I looking at here? So that's a stomach with a clamp around it to stop f- <gasps> excess food from going in. So just, I know this is a podcast, it's oh, an audio medium, but my God. it's a very difficult thing to look at. And, you know, it's not to be taken lightly. Just to describe it, can I describe yeah, it really quickly yeah. or try oh, to? Oh, please. It looks like a sausage where you've gotten a string and tied it, like tied oh it God. so tightly in the middle of the sausage. It really does. So it looks oh, like God. the... Uh, the if you go in the middle of the sausage, the other two sides look very, it just look, it looks like it's really in distress. It's like, a, it's like a baby's arm wearing a bracelet that's like way too tight. Oh. <laughs> like. That's even more disturbing than my sausage. <laughs> but so, okay. so to, so, so to basically use this as a form of like mental kind of like therapy to help people visualize that they are getting this kind of surgery you know, you could technically say like, oh, well, at least they're not actually going for this surgery and it's like only kind of in their head. But I I, I, I would be very kind of squeamish around that. Um, and I know we both have our own experiences with hypnotism um, for weight yeah. loss. So uh, I'll tell you a little bit about how, how it went for me. So, you know, typical kind of situation where you're feeling like kind of at the end of your rope in terms of like you know your diet and what exercise and all that sort of thing and you're and like I personally would love to be very suggestive and very hypnotizable I'm a big fan of like 
Darren Brown and Paul McKenna and these guys. Yeah. And like, I would love to Darren Brown to just do whatever the hell he wants with me and send me off to fucking rob a bank or. I'd love for Darren Brown to stalk me for a year <laughs> yeah. and then do some sort of weird project on me in one night and totally change the way totally. I think. I'm happy as a clam if he wants I, to do that. I am you know down I mean? for that. I am 100% down for that. Yeah. And I've, I've actually been to a Darren Brown show before. And he, for anyone who's seen him, he does this thing usually at the end of his shows where he gets the whole audience to stand up and does like kind of like a group hypnosis and he tells you to sit down if you feel like you're able to sit down. You know, every like 30 seconds or so, he'll go, yeah. okay, now sit yeah. down if you feel like you're able to sit down. And the people who are left standing at the end are the ones who are the most suggestive and the ones who are the most easily to be hip- hypnotised. And, and did he do this when you were, went to see I've him? seen him twice and I stood up both times and the first time... I sat down when I felt, yeah, I can sit down. Oh, too bad. The second time I went, I was like, I'm staying, I'm staying standing up. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm like, I just want to see if he comes up to me and makes me act like a chicken or a baby or whatever, you know? Right. Okay. 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 Jeez, Connor, look at you. You little like a fortress of a mind over apparently here. Apparently so. Are you so. Doing some sort of mind exercises? You're like, I can't be hypnotized, baby. Apparently you know? so. And, and t- if anything, that's kind of like, you know, it, disheartening because you're like yeah please like get someone to just implant an idea in my head that makes me eat less and exercise more and blah 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 and you know they should do the film Inception on you exactly Leonardo DiCaprio and his whole crew trying to get to this like Arnold Schwarzenegger strength mind (laughs) there's like 10 layers (laughs) in Inception there was you're like I want you you've got like 45 (laughs) layers that they have to get through it's ridiculous exactly exactly um uh so so, but I do remember with the Darren Brown thing, like he did hypnotize a woman like in the front row in the, or in the row right in front of me. And I watched that shit go down and that was like, oh my God, like she is proper, really? like she's forgotten her name, how to talk. Like he just, he's just like controlling the shit out of her if she wasn't, you know, a stooge or a plant or whatever. Yeah. But, um, so I went to a guy, you know, I, I looked up a, a local guy and there was, you know, he had. So was this after the Darren Brown thing? Oh, it's ages after the Darren like, Brown thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you knew. That I'm not kind of going in. Yeah, I'm a tough cookie. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, but again, still open. I'm still like, you know, do your worst. You know, like, I mean, but I suppose at the <laughs> same time, if Darren Brown can't feckin' work his magic on me, then how is some yeah. like local feckin', you know, weekend certificate hypnotist going to like, you know, yeah. get through this like, yeah. you know, mind prison that I have? Um, so, you know, there's like probably some hypnotists listening who's like, you are my golden like deuce. Connor, D- Connor <laughs> I Delling, need to find you. I will break you. <laughs> put you under. Yeah. I will break your mind. Um, so I went to this guy and like, I was, I was totally up for it. I was like, we were sitting across from each other. It was very much like going to like, kind of like a therapy session or like going to a cancer, yeah. you know, nice kind of like welcoming atmosphere. And we sat and we talked. And like the thing that kind of put me off straight off the bat was how he almost started going on about like kind of diet and nutrition advice, like straight off the bat. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, that's not what I'm here for. I don't need you to tell me about carbs and protein and things like that, because, you know, let's face it. And also qualifications wise, sorry, but like. Are you a registered nutritionist no. dietitian or are you a hypnotist? Yes, like, you know what I mean? What's the what's the correlation here? So so he said to me, he said to me, OK, I've got two ways of doing this. One is like um, what's called the hypnotic gastric band. And the other way is more of a like suggestion based, almost like a, a hypnotic trance, a meditation type of thing where I, you know, 
motivate you to, you know, eat less and exercise more. And I was like, well, you know what? I feel like I have kind of negative thoughts in my head already about the whole gastric band thing. It seems like a very extreme kind of last resort kind of thing. And I don't know how well I'd react to that. And he he was almost like taken aback and he was like, okay, yeah, so we'll do the other one. So we'll do the other one. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. You have self-respect. Yeah, oh, okay, well then, okay, uh, no, sure. no, no, no. Uh, I don't think I can handle this, you know. And what was funny was, I swear to God, when he started talking, right, <laughs> he started talking and he was like, okay, so what I'm going to do basically is I'm going to just talk to you now for a minute. I'm going to count down from 30. And he's just like rattling off like the general kind of like, you know, basically like the terms and conditions, right? But the way he yeah. was rattling them off... He was doing it from like, you know, oh, this is just some shit that I have to get through. But the way he was doing it was so hypnotic in itself that I was sitting there and I was like starting to like become like basically drowsy. And I was like, (laughs) oh, this guy's good. He knows what he's, oh shit, this is really like, there's something happening here. There is something happening. One of the terms and conditions could have been something really extreme. (laughs) It could have been like, when you wake up, you will be able to use your legs, feet or brain. (laughs) Like, sure. Um, But other than that, you'll actually feel like you're 10 pounds lighter. And you're just like, yes, 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 this guy, he knows what he's doing. And then he goes, right, okay, cool. So now we're going to get started. And I was like, "Uh, okay, so that was just me like having some sort of weird placebo effect to him reading (laughs) the terms and conditions. And then he did it, you know, and like, I mean, it was very generic. Like it was just like, like he got me to do this thing where it to to begin to hold my hand up in the air and close my eyes. And then he started talking and he's like, I'm going to count down from 10. And as I count down from 10, your hand is going to get lower and lower and lower. Um, and then once it gets lower, you will be in the trance and we will begin. And I was kind of there going like in my head going like, I mean, am I doing this of my own free will or is he making me do this? Like, I can't tell, but anyway, still doing it. And it, it just, it felt nice, you know, it was like a, like a calming kind of like, you know, warm, like experience. And, you know, you're just like, feel yeah. like you're getting a bit of like therapy done or whatever. And then at the end I came out of it and I was like so groggy at the end. Like I was just so yeah. like, oh, I just felt like I'd, you know, when you have like a nap in the middle of day, in the day or something. Yeah. And you're just like, you know, bedhead, like hangry, all that shit. <laughs> And yeah. I was like, oh, I, f- I felt a bit weird. And he was like, he literally, I swear to God, you know, what the first thing he did was what? he handed me his chip and pin device. <laughs> oh, my that was God. as as I opened my eyes and I was just like, oh, geez, is, it, is it Christmas morning? What, what's happening right now? He's like handed me the chip and pin device no oh my god and that sounds real like you know like uh like scam artist like you know car car salesman type of thing but it was just he was just doing it do you know what i mean he, he wasn't like you know it wasn't like in a weird dodgy way but it just it felt kind of weird and dodgy well also i'm sorry connor but that is weird and dodgy because this is the thing though if you're going to sit there before pay like yeah. okay right also are you a patient are you a client you know yeah. all this sort of thing but if you're going to sit there and give someone nutrition advice diet diet advice before you without by the way any knowledge of this this person in any way Mm. certified to give this sort of advice then they're hypnotizing you and then afterwards there's no aftercare oh you have no problem doling out advice but the moment the person comes out you don't even go okay how how are you feeling and do you like your body in your body right now how do you feel yeah how does your how does your entire body feel because actually this is about your body you've come here about this no and even just like how do you feel about being put under? Because it's actually quite a vulnerable thing. And the guy just hands you a chip and pin. Yeah. Ah, fuck I know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, that is, I, I, you might be like, oh, that's 
it's a business. I know it's a business, but actually, if you're going to be in the business of doing some psychological work with people, then you are also responsible for a little bit of aftercare. Absolutely. So he hands me the chip and pin device, the card reader for anyone who wasn't sure, for anyone who thought it was like some sort of chip and like curry sauce t- kind of situation. A chip and dip. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, what? Here, do you want some, do you want a snack? How about Actually, now? Yeah. Do you still want the chip and chip and dip now? <laughs> That's how good this guy is. He's, he's so, it was so condescending of him. <laughs> you know, how dare he think he's that good? Imagine he had like just a Big Mac meal in front of yeah. you and you're like, where did that even go? The whole time time he had been eating a Big Mac meal while he was like, I thought I could hear chewing as he was talking to me, to be honest. But so he hands me this thing and I'm like, oh yeah, I got to pay, put in the card. And like, I knew how much it was, but do you want to know how much it was? Connor, I always, this, I I think this is one of the biggest things about the podcast that Mm. I want to bring to light is how much money we spend on this (sighs) shit. It's painful. It's painful. And I mean, to be honest, if it had worked, okay. You know, if it had worked, I yeah. would be up for this. But it, I think now it's, I'm not to the, to the, to the Euro amount, but it was 90 quid for the hour. <sighs> 90 quid, like, you know what I mean? Like, and again. I could feel, I can feel that in my stomach. If that, that kind of like. <laughs> I'd rather have eaten the 90 quid, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> how much food could you, how many, how much chip and dip could you buy for 90 quid? Like, let's be oh, honest. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. if it had been Darren Brown actually like, you know, like reconfiguring my mind, like, you know, then yeah, 90 yeah. quid for an hour, fine. If it had, a, if this guy had have done it and it had have worked like for the long term, I would have done it. And then straight. How long, can I ask you, how long was that meeting you that you were even in I think there, it was like, an hour. I think altogether it was an hour and I was probably right. like in the, the, okay. the trance or whatever for like 20 minutes. And when I say trance, I had my eyes closed while some dude was talking. So he hands me the chip and pin. I put in the money and as the fucking thing is going through, he's like, so do you want to sign up for the next session? And he goes, you're very suggestible. And I was like, I, again, so groggy. And I was like, it's cool if, I, cool if I just think about it. Like, you know, because I just wanted to process like everything that oh was going on. Yeah. And I left and I walked home and I was like, OK, you know, like see how I feel. I'll, you know, next day I remember being like, um, you know, when if I had a thought around oh, I want to get food that's, you know, quote unquote, bad for me or whatever, takeaway or whatever, chip and dip, et cetera. I would think to myself, oh yeah, but didn't I do that hypnotism thing yesterday? So I shouldn't eat that thing. And then I was kind of going, is is that it working on me? You know, yeah, is that is yeah. that it working? Or is that just me going, it's like, you know, going, oh, I better not take the car out on a country road because I got it washed. You know, I, I paid for a car wash earlier. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It's just like that, like, you know. By the way, that's such a hilarious predicament. <laughs> I've never heard I've been, anyone go, should I drive the car now? I've just got it washed. I've been, I've been working in the countryside a lot recently. Uh, so that's, it's weighing heavy on my mind. Uh, this whole car wash, car wash, drive, who knows. But um, yeah, so I didn't go back to him partly because I just didn't like the way he kind of was a bit salesy at the end when well he's salesy when you're at your most vulnerable if he had this a, is what i have a real problem because i'm already that, there paying i might i know i'm there to pay yeah and also it's just even the fact that if if you're a hypnotist obviously you really do believe in hypnotism okay so you think it's a very strong yes and um powerful thing to do to the mind yeah. so if someone's just coming out of being hypnotized if you're a hypnotist you should i assume totally. fully believe that this person's in quite a vulnerable yes. state right now because they were just in a trance. 
So for him to immediately start selling you. It's unethical. And trying to get you back in and not do any aftercare, to me, is like the height of a fucking con man. It really... Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, this guy is just showing he doesn't care at all. Obviously, this is my opinion. Please don't sue. But you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I'm... Like, that's the way I look at it. If you fully believe in hypnotism, then you should really respect the power of it definitely if you fully believe no it, i think you know? i think you're spot on and i think that's what was kind of irking me about the situation because it just showed a, a lack of kind of cop on and professionality and and ethics really because i again yeah. i knew i was there to spend the money i knew what i was going there for but there was that vulnerability at the end where it's like now's not the time to like get me to pay and be um do a, an upsell on the next session you know and he kind of he did kind of look at me funny when I was like oh can I just think about it you know he did kind of look at me as if say like but like this was amazing maybe in the trance he had said to you that you're gonna do it and now he's like oh shit maybe you aren't as susceptible as I believed I hope my iron clad brain destroyed his whole perception of himself as yeah. a hypnosis practitioner Connor you're the wall from Game of Thrones from what I can tell when it comes to hypnotism that guy is just wandering the streets going it, it, it normally works it, it, I know, I've just never met a mind so so empty away. so powerful I don't know so did he can I ask yeah. Did he record your session no. and send it to you or no? Mm, okay. I think he might have said something about there being a, um, maybe down the line we could do something along, you know, audio recordings and you listen to the tapes yourself. Yeah. But I don't know if he actually gave it to me. You know what this guy kind of reminded me of? Because I think when you think of like a hypnotist, you think of like, you know, the like magician kind of young guy in a suit yeah. and it's it's all very kind of like showman-like. This guy was like somebody's dad who was like retired, who, you know, used to work in the civil service and then did like, you know, a, a course that people will do in like NLP or hypnotism. Um, and, you know, he was just like giving it a go, like, you know, and then he had his oh own opinions God. on diet and exercise that he was kind of giving to me that I was a bit like, yeah, that's not what I'm here for. And when he was actually doing the talking, like, like I was, you know, I was saying at the start how his, his preamble for it was very like yeah. hypnotic. When he actually started talking, he did this like, okay, so now we're hypnotizing, you know, as a, whereas before <laughs> it was just like, okay, now you're hypnotizing. And that yeah. was almost more hypnotic and he didn't realize it himself. I kind of felt like giving him a bit of feedback afterwards. Yeah. Um, Your father's stone voice. Yeah hypnotizing that's the fuck. where but you the need the moment you start putting on a showman yeah. that's where you need to be honey okay that's yeah. that's your sweet spot there but yeah so and long story short um after a couple of days or weeks or whatever i was just like yeah that didn't work and maybe maybe you oh, could God, say so maybe you could say if i went back and did more sessions which are, would be another 90 quid a pop i it, it could have worked but like do you want to do you want to sink that money into something that just might not actually work at all like but can I also say, when you were doing the introduction about hip- hypnosis, you know the way it goes, but the hypnotists say that the, the person has to be fully wanting to do it mm. and consent to yes. it and have no fear. And you're like, oh, so it's all the person's yes. fault. <laughs> exactly. Like you, the hypnotist, couldn't possibly take any blame for it not working because it's absolutely the person's fault who you're hypnotizing. As with every diet out there it's all down to the person who's doing it you know and if you fail you didn't try hard enough (laughs) yeah nothing to do with the product babes it's just you listen the car you might have 
is shit not working the engine's broke but it's actually the driver because if the driver can't drive a shit car then like that's the driver's fault that's what i always get from these dice i'm always like oh so it's the person's fault and and if um, you drive that car on a country road after you wash it it's just going to get dirty again (laughs) more fool you (laughs) it's a fool's game Phil's game. Mate. Connor, are you okay, by the way? Like, what happened to your car? Did you, like, drive into some sort of manure ditch it's, and, like, you've been scarred It's irreparable. Sense? It's irreparable damage has been done internally. Administering 10 cc's of morphine. Patient unconscious. Making circular incision below the left. Wait, wait, what's happening? We're losing him. Starting CPR. 1-1,000. 2 Has this ever happened to you? Well, flatline no more with subconscious surgeries. Whether you need to lose weight, quit smoking, or just want your appendix removed without going to the hospital, we've got you covered. Our NLP specials have several weekends worth of training behind them, so you'll have nothing to fear except for food. But doctor, I thought humans needed food for a living. (laughs) What a stupid thing to say. I'm not a doctor. But I can save you an unpleasant trip to the hospital to avoid invasive bariatric surgery by simply making you believe you've had it done. Oh, so you're saying you can change my appetite with hypnotherapy? (laughs) It's a little more complicated than that, but basically your body will have no other choice than to get with the program or just plain give up on you. Wait, that doesn't sound good. Look now to avail of 10% off your first session. It's not cheap, so you'll need it. Subconscious surgeries, all the benefits and side effects of surgery without going under the knife. So uh, my experience, this is so funny that like, it was so funny that you first pitched this idea because the ones you pitched the hypnotism idea, we both went, oh, I've yeah. done it. And I was like, this is hilarious. Um, and I remember, like Connor, when you were mentioning that story of the Lewis driver yes. who lost its stone, I remember it word for word because that's how I bought into it. Okay. So I was at a particular time of like losing weight where I've just been consistently trying to lose weight my entire life and had had, had had times where I've had big losses like lots of people and then times where I gain it back and lots of yo-yo dieting. I'm a consistent exerciser. Okay. Love fitness. But that's just me. I just like it. Yeah. But um. I w- I'd always be doing lots of fitness stuff, but my eating is always where I, I fall down or like where I have my issues with. Anyway, going on a long story. But I remember the story was Lily Allen. Lily Allen had done hypnotism. That sounds weight. familiar. That does sound familiar. Yeah. So I, I later, I actually have a list of celebrities who've done it and talked about it, but she was one. So I was like, it was always in the back of my head. I was like, you know, I'm going to try this out and I'm going to go in, you know, open heart Um open mind, open heart yeah. and into this. So saw the story of the Lewis driver. I think that came up around the same time. Once again, algorithms online. I see the Lily Allen thing. Next thing out of nowhere, a Lewis driver in Dublin loses six stone. That's so weird. It seems like hypnotism is the only way to lose weight. Um, one thing I'll say, like a very professional man, okay. you know, I'm not going to, sure. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm ta- focusing more on the hypnotism side yes. of it. But I will talk about the money very quickly. Oh yeah. So you... You said 90 euro for you. Yes. For, I for went one hour. To one session. You went to one session as for well. For an hour. You said 90 euro for one hour. Yeah. For one hour session, 300 euro. Oh my sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. 300 for an hour. Oh my God. 
so how uh, like that's appalling. disgusting but how desperate do you have to be not very though to hope this is gonna work not very desperate i think that's a, a normal level of desperation you know what i mean for someone who's trying to lose weight to go yeah i'll drop 300 quid you know what i mean it's like i'm um, um, by the way, at the time, I was seeing a personal trainer as well. Yeah. I am not, by the way, can I just say, I am not a wealthy woman. I think I sometimes talk like I'm Mary fucking Antoinette here. And I'm like, oh, let yeah. them eat cake and I'll go do a PT session. But like, I really don't earn that much money. And I was paying like Dublin rent, which yeah. is basically just imagine what rent you would hope is normal and then multiply it by 10. That's Dublin rent, right? So one thing I found about the hypnotherapy and maybe... I'm just coming from this woman. I remember going into the office and I hadn't seen anyone. I think it was like after work. So it was like six, seven o'clock. And I got t- taken like a train, a bus. Okay. It took ages to get there. And I got there and I was a bit like hot and sweaty. You know, when you get mm, in somewhere totally. and you're like, oh my God, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and it was just me and him in the room. And I remember, and by the way, this has nothing to do with him, but I do remember lying down and going, oh, like this man is just going to put me under. Yeah. And I felt really unsafe and not because of him, yes. but just the idea of it. Just the context like, of it. like. like the idea. Yeah, I always think if I was to be murdered right now, what would people say afterwards? They go, oh, she was an idiot. She just went into some randomers, you know what I mean? Like office and just was like, be hypnotized. You know, like yeah. that sort of thing where I always think of the worst thing that people will say about me. But um, anyway, so I didn't, I couldn't fully relax because I was like, oh God. But I was really trying. I was like, mm. no, let's do this. Like, and, you know, once again, he gave a lot of diet advice, which I was like, oh, that's like he was like carbs, yeah. sugar, yeah. the sugar from carbs. And I was like, so are you a dietitian, yeah. nutritionist or anything like that? But anyway, he put me under. And I remember very quickly kind of going under. And then I remember I couldn't move my arms. OK, I just very I, I wanted to move my arm and I couldn't move it. And that took me out of it because I was like, I can't move my arm. And I'm really scared because I'm safe. on my own here. Like, I, you know, and. I just remember the whole thing being a bit odd like that. And then um, anyway, I tried as hard as I could, you know, to get into it. And then um, he gave me a recording. So that's probably why it's different from yours. He would give you the recording. So you'd have to listen to it twice a day. Yeah. Now the recording's 20 minutes. So twice a day is 40 minutes of your day yeah. listening to this. So I would try it in the morning. I couldn't do it during the day. I was in work. So then I tried it in the evening. And of course, like at nighttime, you'd fall asleep, you know. But the big thing that he gave me, and this is what really annoyed me after paying 300 quid, he gave me a stack of papers that were just sellotaped together, not sellotaped, but like stapled together. And it was all like tips of like dietitian tips. I think I got that as well. And you know what really annoyed me? A lot of it was misspelled and that yeah. pissed me off. I was like, you know what you could do? You could buy a folder to give it to me. Don't just staple it together. Do you know what I mean? I'm after paying 300 quid. And also you can do a spell check before you print this out because it annoys me when like, you know, a little yeah. thing like that where I'm like, if I'm after paying a lot of money, please have it to a certain degree. I mean, especially if this guy is supposed to be going into your brain and reconfiguring things, you don't want him to be making typos and spelling errors. Like, (laughs) have you just like living your life? Oh, did I say weight? I I said weight gain. Was it meant to be weight gain or weight loss? And I'm like, no, 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 loss. Oh my God, loss. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so... And I remember one of the big tips that he gave was eat off a blue plate. What? Do you know they have these things about the colour of their plate? So like this is apparently yellow and red, like McDonald's yeah. use yellow and yeah. red because it'd make you eat more. Yes. But blue, for some reason, makes you eat less. Anyway, listen, um, did the hypnosis. Tried it for a few weeks, did quite well on it. I remember coming out of there feeling like I didn't want to eat. 
Okay. I remember sure. that feeling very clearly that I was like, oh, I don't want to eat anything. Um, and then as the weeks went on, that feeling faded fairly fast, even though I was doing the listening to the thing. And then I said, his whole thing is that like you pay 300 quid, but you can keep coming back for as many sessions as you want. Okay. Right? So I was like, Grant, but there is a stipulation. Right. Where you have to have lost at least five pounds before you can come back. I don't know if that's like genius or like fair or what is going on there. Like is his is his idea that like, you know, there possibly you might not lose any weight, so you won't be back. Or yeah. is he is it like a good incentive? And then follow up question, how does he know that you've lost the five pounds if you go back? Do you have to get on a scales? Did he weigh you? Did he weigh you? No? No, okay. he just asked you. Yeah, okay. he just asked you. It's like, so I'll know if you're lying. That is a trust. Sorry. <laughs> I'll know if you're lying. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Next time he has me under, how much did you actually lose? <laughs> I'm there trying to move my arm like, um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like, it's such a funny thing to look back on it and think, oh, I did that. And it was just kind of weird. And he sent me follow up, you know, hypnotism stuff. Like, as in, like, I was like, oh, can I get another session? He was like, well, I can just send you a link okay. to a follow up. That'll be 300 thing. quid, please, for this YouTube that, link. Yeah. And I, I just all of it just felt odd. And like, there was a real, la- I think for me, once again, it's just a real lack of care or yeah. like actually going into my history at all. Isn't- I find that weird. I'm like, so you can hypnotize me and all this, but you don't need to go into my history at all about like, if I suffer from binge sure. eating, if I suffer from, you know, have I ever been anorexic? Have I ever been bulimic? You know what I mean? Yeah. And none of that apparently matters at all when you're doing it. And apart and and with that would fi- I find odd with the with know? the money just on the money side of things, like how did you feel in the following weeks when you were noticing that it wasn't working and you had spent that three hundred quid? I'm imagining there's a bit of like, oh, I'm such a idiot for you know because that's how I would have felt you know or that's how I did feel when I yeah. I would have felt just so so like oh another waste of money like so many other diet things like how, how are you well here's the thing Cotter it's never the product it's always the person mm. buying it they're the runs that are wrong like that's that it really was like that for me I was like I'm an idiot like this Lewis driver lost six stone and of course I don't know what he where he is now like, I don't know anything about this man, any follow up. Like, there's no, and by the way, statistics on this, as they say, there's no firm statistics on that this works. And then also, annoyingly, no statistics on people who've regained weight had to do it numerous times over the years. Lily Allen hasn't gone back to it from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? That it is, this whole thing of like, it was, I felt so bad about myself. Yeah. I felt like I was an idiot that obviously it's my mind that's the weak not nothing to do with him and now of course with time and maturity i look back and go that's fucking bullshit totally. like i basically could have taken that 300 euro and lit it on fire like yeah. for all the good it did absolutely or you know giving it to a homeless person um <laughs> no i prefer to light it on fire <laughs> well maybe the homeless person could have gotten warmth from that one of the things i would say just on the lewis driver guy you said you don't know where he is now in the article i read and let's, to be honest, that article I read about this Lewis driver who lost six stone, it was a pure advertisement for this guy. Yeah. It, it, it started with Drimna Man 
as in this this loose driver was a dream man. Then I found another article about a Drimna woman. I don't know if it's just a coincidence because they're from the same area or if it's just this weird like generic advert that this like... The dr- Drimna people are very susceptible. <laughs> I've always said that. What? Very weak will. What is going on in Drimna that has all these people putting on weight like um, <laughs> and needing their brain their brains controlled? But it did say that this Lewis driver guy, he had a back injury some years later and put two stone back on. And he was worried that his weight was creeping back up. You know, you've back injury, you can't go to the gym and all that sort of thing. You're going to be comfort eating um, when you're recovering, which is normal and common. Um, so he got back in touch with this guy and he had him back down another stone by the time this article came out. Who knows? This was a few years ago, but it's just, it's just, it just echoes so many kind of tropes and ideas from other diets out there. You lose a load of weight at yeah. first. You have some sort of life type setback, you know, whether it's an injury or a breakup or an illness or whatever, you put the weight back on and then you're like fighting an uphill battle trying to get that weight back off. Like, you know, so it just shows yeah. that the hypnotism is, you know, it might work for some people. Uh, it might work a little bit at the start, it might work a lot, but it's it's not a sustainable uh, thing from just from those couple of, stories that we've we've heard like every fat diet a small percentage of people it might suit but i think that small percentage like 98 percent of you it's not gonna and And if it's mad expensive and the people don't seem to want to take any responsibility for it i'd be very wary of it and just a quick question on the actual type of hypnotism did he that he did did he do gastric band with you or did that ever come up or yes sorry didn't even touch on this sorry yes connor he did the gastric band one and you know what was so funny is there he'd put on this beeping noise. Oh my god. Like you were going into surgery. That's amazing. So it'd be like you're on a trot like it was literally like Oh my god. It was background noise of you being on a trolley and beep, yeah. beep, beep. And you're you're going into surgery and they're working on you now and they're like tightening up your stomach. And it would be like breathe in. Every time you breathe in, your stomach is getting tighter. They're stapling your stomach. Oh my and that and that, that photograph that I showed you, that's what they were doing to you, basically. Yeah. The sausage with yeah. the ring around it. Yeah. That it that bothers me. That does bother me. It's it's kind it's kind of it's it's funny in one way, but at the same time, because that surgery is such an invasive, serious thing, to convince someone that that's been done to them, and then like this Lewis driver who's feeling pain when he overeats, that is bonkers. Um, and 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 remember, like we were saying, like what if he is just putting it in a trance and then sending you off to hospital to actually get the surgery done. Like, you know, maybe that's why it costs 300 quid. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I love the thought of a gastric bag costing 300 euro in real life. Bargain. Got her. On, I think you might need to look up those, it was uh, on Groupon. those numbers. It's more like six grand. It was, I got yeah. it on Groupon. <laughs> I got a Groupon gastric band. Perfect. I have to go between like Thursday to Sunday, two to five. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I have a profile that I just want to read out about this um, hypnosis uh, weight loss guru. Uh, his name is Steve Miller, and his name on Instagram is Fatnosis, like hypnosis, oh except with the word fat. So he trains fatnosis practitioners, which is a word I do not like to say. <laughs> like, um, can we take the word hypnosis and make it degrading make it really upsetting 
You know that thing yeah. that people call you when they're being mean to you? Let's use that <laughs> as the therapy thing. So his- I want to do hypnosis for people that I'd also like to bully. Is there a way I could get a name for that? He's, he's So this guy, he's all about like tough love, straight talking, ballsy, as he says. His Instagram profile, uh, you know, the bio says, I reinvented weight loss hypnosis, proudly championing, championing slim acceptance, whatever that means. I don't think we have time to go into whatever that could, slim acceptance could possibly mean. Isn't that like they wanted to do, what was it? Um, they wanted to do a pride parade for straight people. Like it's shut the fuck up, <sighs> do you know what I mean? Slim acceptance. I just, I can't, I can't go there. So then so he finishes by saying, no excuse, positive, solution-based, jaw-closing support. How bloody dare you, Mr. Fatnose? Jaw closing support. I like when I, I tell you, as a woman, my jaw is closed when it comes to this man. <laughs> I swear to God. When I read that, I was like, oh, is he selling some sort of like, you know, apparatus that you wear? Apparatus that you wear <laughs> that's like like headgear, like 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 you know, like a retainer that makes you keep your back closed. No, that's just what he calls his service as in close no, it's, your it's jaw a, it's a chast it's a chastity belt for your mouth that's what it is <laughs> maybe that's what our ad is <laughs> that's our ad <laughs> I, love, I tell you something like this man like just even saying that you know and like it's a bit like a trump thing or something mm. like i'm like yeah okay you're just trying to get a rise out of people and yeah you want to make out that fat people or people who are overweight aren't people well listen Go and live your life in whatever land you want to live in because you sound like an incredibly happy person that people want to be around. Like <laughs> his whole thing, I, I, his whole thing. That shouldn't be one. I think weirdly, I'm like with Instagram, you know, the way, like if I show my nipple on Instagram, they shut me down and yeah. I think come to my house and shoot me. Like with this man, I'm like, maybe this guy should account should be shut down considering it, essentially what it is is bullying. It is, it online. is. And again, you know, you're scrolling through Instagram. One thing is this, uh, actress lost 50 pounds this hot model brought out new laundry this cafe is doing heart attack burgers and then the next post is jaw closing support from fat gnosis like what the fuck are we supposed to think like you know yeah but yeah but so so he claimed he used hypnosis to lose four stone of his own he has a whopping 1900 followers on instagram so like you know step aside justin bieber Ooh. And yeah. is known for his ballsy, straight talking approach to weight loss. Uh, the first video I found of him online, he was apologising on Good Morning Britain for saying British Bake Off should be cancelled. And it was like one of those like, okay, I've come under a bit of fire recently. And I, I was naughty. Some people were not happy about what I said. So, but, you know, just maybe we shouldn't eat so much kicks. That's all I was saying. It was one of those like real back. Oh my god, I love that that's what he has to go on television and apologise for. Like, not at all degrading uh, whole sections of society or bullying people, but listen, okay, listen, I know I said... I went too far. I know I said some things about fat people, but actually, the Great British Bake Off, yeah, I apologise. Yeah, I was wrong. Because the Great British Bake Off, you can't touch. Even I think it's a national treasure. I'm Irish, I think it's a national treasure. Abroad, abroad they love it as well. Like, in America, they love it as well. Um, And he's infamous for saying, the reason this country the UK is getting fatter is because we suffer from can't be bothered itis. <laughs> Do you know you're like, like Oh oh oh, oh and, and it's just And he said if you are fat you are on death row. Sorry guys, that is the truth. 
does he know that we all die? Oh. Like he's going to die someday. Like, <laughs> I know he's like, you're on death row. Do you think you're living forever, pal? <laughs> because if you've got some way of figuring out that you're living forever and that, like, I think he's going to be shocked that someday someday like, you're also on death row. You will die someday. And you'll, you know, you'll, you'll die and your words will be immortalized. But can you be bothered itis to realize that you're going to die too? I don't know. <sighs> Steve Miller, fatnosis. Um, avoid him, I would say. Avoid his page. Don't follow him. Is he single? <laughs> so let's just talk a little bit about, I wanted to do a section about celebrities who've done hypnotherapy Wonderful. for weight loss. Okay. So I find it so funny that we've, you know, all... Like, and it, by the way, it's the media and diet culture and everything like that. Like, we all are obsessed with whatever diet a celebrity is doing. What I've noticed in my research um, of last night, uh, <laughs> that celebrities' diets change like the fucking wind, apparently. Um, but these are the celebrities who have apparently done um, hypnotherapy for weight loss. Orlando Bloom. That was a real shock for me. Orlando Bloom. New father. Congratulations, by the way. Fair play to you. Orlando yeah. on your new child. He apparently was hooked on chocolate as a child and his mother called a hypnotist <laughs> to help shape him up. Wow. Like, was he Augustus Gloop or something from Willy wow. Wonka? What? That, was his, first, was, that was his first starring role, actually, as Augustus Gloop. In, he did the accent well, you know. Orlando Bloom is the Daniel Day-Lewis of child actors. <laughs> he was Augustus Gloop in he actually, Willy Wonka. He actually was originally very thin, but then he gained weight to play that role. And then he just, like a lot of actors, he had a hard time losing the weight. He was addicted to chocolate. Yes. Mom called in the hypnotist. That's amazing. So, like, his mother was, like, like doing that from, he must have been so, that must have been, like, what, the 80s or 90s? Like, that's... I, I have no idea. And then, okay, the other ones that we have here, Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas, apparently... Black Eyed Peas keeps a hypnotherapist on speed dial wow. while she's touring. Um, Lily Allen, as I said yes. before, did it. Now, this would have been back in like 2007, you know, like when she was like, you know, the it girl. Um, Sarah Ferguson, Duchess of York, um, you know, former member of the British royal family, of the most respected um, royal family member. Also um, Fergie, right? Fergie. Also known as Fergie. Also known as Fergie. So yeah. That's two Fergies. Also, can I say she was a spokesperson for Weight Watchers? Okay. Okay. Which is interesting. That's what I mean. Like the diet's changing like the wind. Apparently using hypnotherapy, but then also a spokesperson for Weight Watchers. I feel like these people, I wouldn't know them as being, um, uh, you know, having having high high weights or high BMI or whatever you want to call it. Like, um, No, they like don't. We're talking about like, you know, uh, women in the public eye who are already quite like, you know, thin and basically like practically fashion models like you know they're in magazines getting photo shoots done all and they're like what they're getting hypnotism and uh yeah okay oh yeah like you're not talking about the problem is you're talking about people who could possibly be a size 10 10 or 12 or 14 and are feeling such pressure totally that they need to that they're like i need to be on hypnotherapy because i need someone to be constantly on me um sophie Dahl, the model jerry halliwell uh ginger spice and the last one, I don't know who this is, but I just say Chuck Clausen, former coach of the e- Philadelphia Eagles. Right. 
hopefully there's one sports fan out there who is like, oh my God, he did that? Chuck, you're beautiful just the way you are, bro. (laughs) Eagles for life. Chuck, stop it. Eagles for life. Chuck, we love you. (laughs) Chuck, we just want you to be like a Philadelphia eagle and spread your wings and fly. Why are you doing this to yourself? Chuck, you know, bigger bodies are beautiful, Chuck. You're beautiful the way you are and just bring the Eagles to victory for yet another fantastic season of football. Eagles for life. We love Chuck. We love Chuck. (laughs) This is something I came across recently. Again, something that was advertised to me on on the news app on my phone. Um, The algorithm seems to know that I am a larger bodied male in search of quick ways to lose weight. And one of those ways is baking soda used internally and externally can help reduce unwanted belly fat. Oh, unwanted belly fat. That must word must be used so much on the internet in dieting, <laughs> dieting sites. Where's the, where's the targeted ads for wanted belly fat? That's what I want to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe I want an extra cushion. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's hard lying on my front in the bed. Sometimes it's nice to feel a little bit of extra cushion in, on, inside you, you know? Yeah. Um, that's hor- horrifying. So Baking soda. Yeah, so... Ba- Does it give tips about like what, like are, are you meant to be like eating it by the spoonful yeah. or what's so, the story? So, okay, so, so the obvious thing is the internal use, you know, people taking it, right? That's something that I was like, okay, yeah. But the fact that they say to use it externally can also help. That just made me, you know, it just made my radar just spike incredibly and i was like okay this is bullshit so baking soda as we know it used in cooking it's known for its wide array of uses including cleaning carpets deodorizing your refrigerator and whitening your teeth three things that i have never done and will never to do weight loss (laughs) is one of its latest purported benefits the advice drink one or two teaspoons in water on an empty stomach and watch that unsightly belly fat melt away if you want an extra weight loss boost, simply add apple cider vinegar or lemon juice. It also helps with energy and joy production, which is something I have never heard of before and sounds like the most new agey bullshit I've ever heard. In my life. Joy production sounds like joy division when they're in <laughs> <laughs> when they're producing it up. Yes, that's what they call it. That's the, the are we going to the studio for a bit of joy production? <laughs> However, newsflash, there is little science to back all this crap up. Baking soda is touted to have alkalizing effects on the body, famous alkalizing crap, uh, which are commonly believed to promote weight loss or prevent weight gain. However, this theory has been debunked time and time again. Another theory suggests that adding baking soda to your bath water will help you lose weight by replenishing your levels of magnesium and sulfate, two nutrients touted to boost your metabolism and eliminate toxins. Yet this theory is not backed up by science either. either. So like, that's the external use of it. Get in a bath with baking soda and by, you know, replenishing your magnesium and sulfate, it will lead to weight loss. But the way it's advertised, it makes you think like rub baking soda on your belly and it will get smaller. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like it's this erase the belly fat as if you're erasing like, you know, words off a page. Like, you know, it's it's fair. I don't really like obviously, like you know, the whole science behind it sounds like the most utter bullshit you're ever uh, using. But like 
How do they say you eat it again? Like, With, are you, they saying like to do shots of bacon Basically, soda? yeah. Like, you know, like the way you do uh, like tequila, you drink the tequila, you lick the salt and then you, you squeeze the lemon. It's kind of like that. You yeah. take a shot of water, you lick the bacon soda and then you <laughs> take a shot of lemon. But I, oh. I remember when we were kids, it was like, if you put like lemon and baking soda together, you will get like what, you know, as kids, we called like a, an explosion, like, you know, like a... It, but it would be like a chemical reaction, like this big frothy, yeah. like mess of madness. So you're telling me I'm supposed to ingest that? I'm supposed to like drink that and it's going to give me uh, a flatter stomach? <laughs> Probably you're will. You're telling me that the shit I, that the stuff, <laughs> you're telling me that the stuff I use to make a big loaf of bread where I'd only use half a teaspoon of it to make the thing rise, <laughs> I'm meant to do a shot of <laughs> and my stomach won't rise but will actually fall. Now, I'm not saying I know science, but I know baking, okay? <laughs> and baking soda, by the way, is something that you use incredibly sparingly in baking because that shit is like going to explode within the baking, okay? I've watched a lot of Great British Bake Off. That guru guy wouldn't be happy. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I yeah by the way just please don't do this like we talk about bullshit diet news because it is absolute bullshit please don't do shots of bacon soda you deserve so much more apple cider vinegar I've never had it but it sounds like something that they'd use to torture people with you know what I mean so just do yourself a favor and don't okay people will be doing uh, lines of baking soda next and <laughs> who knows that that could increase joy production. So we'll we'll follow yeah, that. Yeah, you know, the, like, remember that time, it was years ago. What was that supermodel? Um, Carrie Katona. the English one, like the most famous supermodel ever. Carrie Katona. No. Carrie Katona. Naomi Campbell. Yeah, Carrie Katona. Naomi Campbell. Huh? Naomi Campbell? Not Naomi Campbell. She's white. I don't know that many supermodels by name. She was caught doing coke. Not Elle McPherson. No, she's like Swedish or something. Kate oh, Moss. Okay. Thank you, Darren. Do you remember that time Kate Moss was caught doing cocaine? I think it was just baking powder and she was trying to lose. That's how she was so thin. That's why she was so thin. I'm telling you. (laughs) I've cracked the case. The poor woman. And she was put on trial for nothing. Do you know what I mean? Fair play, Kate. Okay, so now we're at the part of the show where we hear from our listeners. And one of our listeners got in touch with an email, which I'm going to read out. And Grace, I think you're going to find this very uh, interesting. Uh, Okay, so this is our reader. Uh, She says, I went to a hypnotist in Dublin for weight loss. I was really hopeful about it. And when I got there, he felt very car salesman-y. It was a group on for three sessions, so it wasn't too bad money-wise. But couldn't, I can see Grace's face reacting now, (laughs) but couldn't have afforded the full price. In our last session, he did the gastric band surgery and it was so awkward. He was doing like a visualization exercise where I was being wheeled into the hospital and asking me if I could feel the surgical lights on my face and smell the smells of the hospital. And I was like, yeah, hospital. What made it awkward was that even though my eyes were closed, I could feel him shuffling around the room, shining lamps and spraying bleach or something in the air. <laughs> I was totally alert throughout. and I figured the proof would be in the pudding, which I then ate later. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, listener, for That's sharing like, that with us. <laughs> I thank you so much for sharing that with us. 
that's like a 4D cinema experience. You know, when they like <laughs> shine a light, spray water on your face. I wouldn't be surprised Scalpel. if you like, had had a had a couch on wheels and started wheeling it. And you're being wheeled into surgery now. <laughs> oh, isn't that oh isn't that basically God. what the guy did with you? It sounds like they went to the same guy. Yeah, but I didn't. I definitely didn't get the light in the face. But thing. he was beeping. I got the beeping okay. noise. And at one point, I think he was eating because I remember <laughs> listening back to it once or twice. And I could hear this sort of like crinkling, like he was opening a packet or something and eating. No, I'd say he was and just was putting like, on like maybe he wasn't. He was just putting on uh, his PPE, like you know, getting the rubber gloves on, taking the the mask out of the plastic <laughs> wrapper, and he's like. Oh, nurse, I uh, I had a late night last night. You know, I didn't uh, didn't get dinner, so I'm just gonna have a quick snack before we get started here. Scalpel, you know, he's just like trying to make yeah, it as I'd love realistic. About, like a woman's a woman's voice for the nurse, and she's like, <laughs> "Oh, that's no problem, doctor." <laughs> oh, I dropped the doctor scalpel. Let Callum. me get it for you now. <laughs> Imagine he started doing like a soft porn thing, and they have this whole just, affair like, backstory going on, like, and it's just yeah. playing out, and you're like, uh, "I'm uh, supposed to be getting hypnotized here. What's going on?" <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for that story. It, that's absolutely insane. That does remind me of the time I went to Disneyland and they had um, fa- like one of the Disney shorts, but it was a 4D experience. And at one point, Goofy took a, a pie out and the smell of pie filled the air Okay, <laughs> in the cinema. <laughs> Literally sounds exactly like sounds that. Sounds magical. That's why now I've been hypnotized to love pie. <laughs> So Connor, that's it. That's all we've got time for on hypnotherapy for weight loss. Um, do you want to give us your verdict on it after? I Amazingly, I feel like that was a form of therapy in itself, you know, like talking about it and, uh, you know, analyzing it and getting that bit of, um, I suppose we both had, you know, similar experiences, you know, in that it, there was a lot of money exchanged. It didn't necessarily work for us. And yeah, I'm all for, you know, stuff that's done in a respectful and affordable environment that that helps you. But uh, in this case, it didn't work for me. So I won't be recommending it as a as a first resort anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That you are so much more diplomatic than I am, Connor. I wouldn't recommend it as a first, last or middle resort for anyone. Um. Yeah, personally speaking, I actually feel so much better after talking about it because it was always a part of my life where I was like so embarrassed mm. that I even found myself going to this. But you know what? As time goes on, I think I'm fantastic. You're fantastic. Whoever's listening to this, I think you're all fantastic. Yes. And you don't need to be throwing money at things. Um, You know, if you want to go and feel better about yourself, maybe do it through some more mainstream channels. Um, it's not a regulated area. So, you know, you are going in and for myself, I found it to be quite a profiteering area of diet culture. Although let's call it spade a spade. 99% of diet culture is profiteering. But that's it from me. And that's it from me. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Fad Camp with myself, Grace Mulvey. And me, Connor Dowling. And a special thanks to our producer, Darren Lee. Thanks, Darren, for putting this show together and making us sound good. And if you want to listen to Fad Camp, you can find us on all the places you find podcasts. So make sure to like, share and subscribe and share it with anyone who you think might be into the show.
If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. Plus.